0: For the players,
1: I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for The Players, the Pop Culturist Position Podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years of games, meaning I to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation Conversation.
0: This PlayStation Conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to join in future conversations with us, you can. Come and check out our socials Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join, one day we will get our Facebook back.
1: Well, look, they're not posting any like spam or anything, so it's not so yeah. bad. Which is, you know, you know, it could be worse. So they've just kind of like <laughs> stolen it, not done anything with it, and neither no one's received any blackmail messages. So that's cool. But if you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to Twitch.tv/popcultures, where we usually record this show live. Where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can by telling your friends, telling your family about this position pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five star rating and a and review you can find us on uh if you're listening on youtube be sure to like subscribe leave a comment below i endeavor to answer every single comment if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash pop as well as our merchandise store but of course the comp say shop I'm wearing my shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it max you have been you are a podcast fiend today
0: fiend. Yeah. well bef- before three. we get in just yes yeah, soon to be three but before before we dive into how busy of a man i am for once we're almost at the 50 plus years of oh, playing PlayStation combined, I think.
1: Holy shit. Yeah, no, we're pretty close, eh? <laughs> Actually, that's a very good point, because we'd both be hitting 25 years very, very soon. Yeah. Fuck, oh, damn. Ain't that horrifying? <laughs> Actually, yeah, no, it be pretty close, because I think I was like seven, eight years old, and what, I'm 32 yeah. now? So, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Well, absolutely- I, I barely also, remember this I more- spiel.
0: I was also six to seven, six to seven, and I'm also thirty-two now. <laughs> oh
1: fuck! Look at that! Look at all that math on a Sunday night. Hot damn! Uh, uh, but yeah, it's one of those things. Like I just haven't, uh, you know, I, I don't want to have to relearn the spiel. Like that shit sounds difficult. <laughs> really? Rele- you know, like look, like you, look what happens. We throw one spanner in it, and it's instantly yeah. derailed. And then we want to start adding more years to it and stuff. No, no. Nah. But yes, you podcast fiend, Max Cooper.
0: Yeah, apparently so. So yeah, no, I had some had some fun this morning. I won't. Um, I think our show's going to go live before there. We won't spoil so what won't, you talked about, but you can I say won't, who I you won't win spoil much, but You can. Yeah, I I headed over to chat with the boys from News to Reviews. Uh, Zach and Lockie had Good some. Room. Had a great time. Uh, I think it's been about a year and a half since I guested with those guys. It's been a a long time. Yeah, well, I did it month, um, months
1: ago, and it was the I didn't. I had no idea it had been so long, and it sounds like yours is the same.
0: There's some hilarity uh, with some tactical issues, no, no. <laughs> so it'll be it'll be fun. Um, and then yeah, it's if, good fun. Us, I, this... I think I believe that sh- I believe that show should should be coming out l- Monday afternoon.
1: Ooh, so like a couple hours before hours drops. That's not so uh, after hours <laughs> drops. I should say. Yeah, that's not too. And bad.
0: then uh, this after month. this, I will be talking with uh, our favorite uh, uh, favorite replacement guest for myself, mm-hmm. Paul James, uh, for some player two chats.
1: All right. It's it's so it's, very it's, very busy today. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny how you say replacement guests. Like once again, I spent a big <laughs> hunk of last night. Like I don't know why. Actually, no, last night. What was it? Saturday morning. and I, I had to drive to Melbourne, and I was trying to think of ways to. Actually, it's probably great. We'll just talk about it now. It, it's not. It would be. like it, look, we're not recording live because my that's not fucking want today. But um uh in in the drive to to melbourne i was thinking to myself about ways that we what we can do to to revamp ftp mm-hmm. or pop c or whatever and um yeah one of the things i was thinking about because you know like most things are branded under the pop culture it's I mean, we really only do one thing these days which is just for the players so i'm like i was kind of debating like do we just fucking rebrand everything back to just to just for the players because like the pop culturist, no one really searches that shit like if we if if our name of our stuff is for the players the pop c playstation podcast like we're gonna hit seo better it's gonna be more focused content and you know i don't do young the wrestlers or anything anymore so it is just this it should make it more searchable more more interesting like it demonstrates the niche better uh i don't know like it's not like i don't want to get rid of the pop c branding like i've been the longest time i was like oh i like having the overarching brand because that allows us to do more things but i have no interest and or fucking motivation or emotion to to want to do any more or,
0: or, or time these days now that you're a, a wrestling big wig on on the week on most weekends
1: that's true yeah most weekends I, I end up working a wrestling show and during the week i just barely want to Work. exist let alone like come and <laughs> sit in a room and do twitch or but even then, I could still do Twitch under for the players or whatever. It doesn't change anything. Mm. You know, it's like, like, we are so heavily focused on the PlayStation content, it would actually be probably a smarter decision. What do you think?
0: It makes sense. It does make sense. It really does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Might have to do it, eh? But that mm. also
1: might maybe might need to do a bit of a re-jazz of, for, of the for the players logo. One that may not get as copyright strike when I try to put on a merch store. So if any of our friends out there that are listening and uh, have an idea for what the new For the Players logo could be, because we're hitting at what, two, 260, 260 episodes right now. The logo has been pretty much the same the entire time. Um, I'm sure it's probably due a revamp because I made it myself like a thousand years ago and I have, uh, have not increased in, in Photoshop skills since then. So if anyone's got any ideas, I'm sure we could uh, take it on board. Uh but but what else? Oh yeah, and then, you know, I'm a, I'm now doing this out of complete I'm trying to fucking guilt trip this person to, to get involved. One of the things we've talked about for the longest time, Max, is like every good PlayStation podcast, like almost all I of them you, out there.
0: I thought you were gonna be like like every good relationship, we're trying to add a third.
1: That too. <laughs> you know look when you think when the relationship's not going as well as you think like maybe we should add a third and then it just crumbles and falls so up. yeah so I'm expecting this to just crumble and fall <laughs> as a result like uh, you know most relationships I like, tend to have but uh, you know this could be a bit of fun so I was thinking you know I, I have been we've we've talked about it behind the scenes before about like maybe we get a third host then who would it be because A that makes our life easier say if like today your house is an absolute fucking hot fire and uh, you might not be able to record a show. There's a, someone that can jump in. Like the other mm-hmm. week when I had to do a solo show. Or maybe I can't do a show, God forbid. Who fucking knows? You know, I've, I've done every one of these pricks. Um, well, that's,
0: a, that's a scary thought.
1: It is a scary thought. You know, like, but what like, what if? And what, And everyone's heard our voice. Like, they have heard my thoughts for 250-something episodes. They've heard yours for a good 100-something. and something. Like, <laughs> you know.
0: I forget that it's been that long since I've been It has been thing. a
1: very long time. It may not be 100, but it's pretty fucking close.
0: Yeah. I think I was there for episode 100.
1: You may have been.
0: I think. Been. I
1: don't remember. But uh, yeah, I was like, oh, maybe we can get a third host. Because, you know, like, if we look over oh, I- like Sacred Symbols has done it. Uh, uh, PS I Love You has done it. What other shows that I know about? There's another show called Triangle Square. They've done it uh granted uh the dual sense podcast they haven't done it uh pss is awesome they haven't done it platinum explosion haven't done it but like in terms of the most successful ones have added a third i guess so like the trophy room they don't have it you know so it's uh look maybe maybe they have they know something we don't or i have no idea i just thought it'd be fun and there's only one person that i'd ever want to be in that third chair that's paul james games uh, but he he does like seventeen thousand fucking podcasts. He does some new sports one. It's
0: it's not getting his permission. It's getting his wife's permission. Yeah. So <laughs> Angelica, maybe- I know
1: you don't listen to the show, but um, please. <laughs> we wanted to work with Page forever, and you know we have such a blast whenever we do the shows together, and it would, it'd be fun. And I know ever since he lost his PlayStation podcast, uh, a number of time ago now shit that was a while ago i know he's been itching to get back on and uh i think he would be at home with us now they're saying that i've not spoken to him about this in in like months so i'm just dropping this out of fucking nowhere so he's gonna listen to this tomorrow and be like god damn it (laughs) and am i trying to guilt trip you padge you know it you absolutely know it Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah I know, look, Pax is coming up. There could be some cool shit to cover. Why not have a third person who's, who's way fucking smarter, who's way more articulate articulate than the both of us, and uh, he knows PlayStation like and a just lot. Like of
0: way, and just way better connected.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, in every possible way, Patch is better than us. So are we going to ride his, Do we want to ride his coattails? Yes. Yes, we are. That is what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I'm asking, Patch, We'll do it. Maybe. I don't know, but apart from fucking doing a thousand podcasts today, like your Paul James games, Max, what, what else is going on? What else has your week been?
0: Not, yeah, not not much. I've got a um, surprise, surprise. I feel like I've been saying this every fucking week for yep. the last couple of months. My kid is fucking sick again. Yeah, <laughs> man. Um, she caught the croup from her cousins. So we've had just a fucking gnarly week. My kid's been rocking a temperature of like above 40 a couple of times Real. and- had to take her to the doctors to get some roids because croup basically just constricts your throat so you can't breathe. Yeah. So The roids just open it back up again. And then because she's had steroids, she doesn't sleep. And then because she doesn't sleep... Yeah. She's
1: like she just I cries at can't. a much lower register. She's like, Duh! and she's lifting things. <laughs> and like her testicles are so tiny she's right like, now. She like
0: flipped at table. Yeah. <laughs> the and milk, she's- milk. <laughs> the fucking roid rages are real. Um... <laughs> So yeah, that's that's been my week. Um, work has kind of slowed down a bit now that my coworker is back. Yeah, uh, she is now Rona free. So yeah, that that's always good. So got someone to talk to at work for an hour now, which is nice. <laughs> not, not, not so lonely. That's nice. <laughs> um, and then other than that, yeah, um, we went and checked out the progress for our house this uh, this weekend or earlier today. Um, and we now have roof tiles. Granted, they're on pallets in front of our in our front yard, but they're, they're there. They're, they're there, ready to go up.
1: The next step is putting them on the roof. Once, so that's, once, that's once
0: good. Once the once the roof tile fairy rocks up to my place and puts them up, I guess.
1: <laughs> and they just fucking uh, they, you know, it's like a it's like Snow White. A bunch of fucking woodland creatures come out and just build your house.
0: He comes. Uh, yeah, the Pied Piper comes in, plays his flute, and all that. <laughs> All the all the Armstrong Creek rats just come in. Oh my <laughs> god.
1: Because like the Armstrong Creek is just literally built on a fi- built on a field There's so many mice. So it actually <laughs> would make sense to have the Piper come in and, and do that.
0: What about you? How's how's the Betson week? Uh
1: Betson Week is is alright. So my co worker, Paris, is back from his run at COVID, which has been really nice. He's he's uh he's come out of it pretty good, I guess, in that uh, he's a big old workaholic. And uh, how he took the time away and didn't think about work for like two weeks. And now he's and now like,
0: how to do everything?
1: No, but in the, now he's like correctly realigned. He's gone, wait, I don't want to fucking work. All, I don't want to do work all the time. Yeah. So now he's like, I'm going to be a lot harder in terms of, I'm going to start here. I'm going to finish here. I'm gonna do this, that, the other. Make some clear defined rules and boundaries for his life, which is much appreciated. Because um, he most certainly would work all the fucking time uh what else what else so yeah that so yeah so we it turns out the two weeks that he was away we didn't burn the place down which was nice i'm pretty sure i talked about the tasmania meeting last week did
0: i nope tasmania meeting
1: oh so uh you go, I, are you going to
0: tasmania?
1: potentially apparently so i met oh. with so i had to give a presentation about a week or so ago uh to these uh individuals from this other support services company in, in Tasmania and we essentially pitched you know they, they've gone around to, to the company that I work for and looked at all the departments because they're kind of like well we're looking at things to do and what you know and maybe we can do works work with Gen U in some way um and they came to Gamer and I did this presentation that apparently blew their fucking socks off so uh yeah they, they were like huge thumbs up about what we do and I got this lovely this lovely email that went out to everyone from the like the second in charge of Gen U was all like, hey, thank you everyone for doing your presentations. Big shout out to Ryan, this, that, the other. I'm like, oh, oh me, this this guy. Um yeah, and then I spoke to to my boss's boss. And he's like, Yeah, dude, there's probably a trip to uh Tasmania in your future, so keep an eye out. I was like, oh shit. All right, cool. Woo free trip. Woohoo. To like the coldest fucking part of the country. Can't wait. Best case scenario, I get to go to the chocolate factory. Or Port Arthur. We'll yeah. take, go to Port Arthur in Paris and I can do that ghost tour and fucking shit ourselves. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, not, not too much. I had my son this weekend. That was pretty cool. We spent some time together. Uh, we played a bit more Hello Neighbor as we always do. He's now... Oh, really? di- oh no, what a fucking <laughs> surprise. Uh, he's <laughs> now discovered speedruns of Hello Neighbor. So the idea is now we need to fucking break the game. Because now that we finished it, he's like, well, I saw a video where someone did it in like two minutes. Can we do it in two minutes? I can't I'm fucking hopeless he's like but can we try so we, we spent a bit of today trying to uh trying to speed run the game um look it's it's doable we certainly didn't do the speed run time but we it, <laughs> it's uh there's a level of finesse that I don't have that speed runners have uh yeah it's, it's more of that it's just a bit bit of fun what else I get up to is wait mm, that's it I've another re- I have a wrestling show this coming Wednesday. Um uh, the DMDU presents the Matt Earth Society. They're essentially they've got friends that own these fucking hairdressers and they just put mats down on, in the middle of the the shop and people fucking duke it out and it's going to be dumb and you if you're around Melbourne you should totally come. It'd be awesome. It's like 20 bucks, not even. Ball stupid. But uh yeah, it's conceptual, let's get to where we start talking about the games that we've played. Uh, as part from trying to speed run Hello Neighbor, I have spent a bit more of the time this week, uh, with, uh, Stray. I was fucking a major brain fart, can remember Stray. With Stray, uh, I think I'm like four hours in at this point, three and a bit. I think I'm like 70% of my way through it. It's losing me. It's hard losing me.
0: Yeah, it lost me ages ago. Yeah,
1: like I'm, I just, I, I'm at this point now where I'm just wanting to push through. And it's this situation where like, the platforming is cool, it's fun, but there's no evolution to it <clears throat> in that the same level of environmental puzzles and platforming I did in hour, in minute five is now the same as I head into hour five. And like, this, there's, there is a story and you're trying to achieve these tasks all the, but it is series. It is literally a series of fetch quests in order to achieve the next thing, which then moves you to the next thing, which then you fetch something else, which then you fetch something else, and then you head into another area where you repeat the whole cycle again. <clears throat> and like, I'm just, I have not yet found the story that compelling to want to keep doing it. Aside from now, like the obligation to get it done, I was like, oh, all right, cool. Let's see how it goes. Uh, yeah, and it's just. Hard um hard not working for me.
0: Um Yeah, I super don't feel like I have that obligation because I scored it through PlayStation Plus. Yeah,
1: but I mean I mean I'm, I'm just
0: like I'm just like I don't I don't care enough to push myself through it.
1: Yeah. My obligation like, is because I've not really finished that many games this year. <laughs> yeah, I do that feeling. and because <laughs> I had and because I had that huge window where I just didn't fucking um or I didn't play anything, I'm like, yeah, I probably should play something, eh?
0: I'm finding myself to be still partially in that window where I'm turning my I'm turning my PS5 on and I'm like I've got all these things that I could or should be playing like you know I still haven't finished Forbidden West yeah. still haven't gone back to my backlog stuff like I've still got to do those played a bit more of Assassin's Creed I, I downloaded and installed all my backlog games ready to play and then when I at, at a night when I when I turn my console on. You know, I've just i'm i'm off the back of, you know, four hours sleep, then seven hours entertaining my very active child, and I'm just drained by the end of the night. I'm just like, you know what? Just I can't be bothered. I'll play like a, a, a game of Rocket League, and then be like, nah, this is I'm not feeling this, and I'll do like a run of Fall Guys. I'm like, mm, nah, this isn't doing it either, and then I'll be like, mm, I'm just gonna watch some TV. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I, it's I have. I, I, I still keep falling down random fucking YouTube rabbit holes or I just not don't, or I, I don't even know what I watch half the time. I just fucking exist. Um, mm. but, uh, yeah, like, like the story of seasons, you know, pioneers of Town, like I still go in there. I chip that away a little bit. I played some star Wars racer revenge today just cause I couldn't fucking think of anything else to play. And then <clears throat> I had the urge, uh, this morning I was like, you know what? I should play disco Elysium again. I have a big t v so all the text is not gonna be a problem I kind of I did enjoy where it started and it's kind of that right bit of fun and then I probably won't do it you know uh I jumped into pardon me that winter sale is still on they have that uh that Disney collection the one with the uh, uh, Aladdin and the Lion, Lion King, King which I Aladdin. almost wanted to which I almost bought last sale but I didn't and it's like fucking twelve bucks now I'm like oh like maybe is that what I need? Like just get... F- be fun. Be fun to play with James. Well, because I have a lot of nostalgia for the uh, mm. for the Lion King Aladdin. specifically. Ooh, nah, Pssh. I didn't have the Lion King. My neighbor had Lion King. Uh, sorry, my neighbor had Aladdin. I had the Lion King, and mm. I, I think I had a shareware version because I never really got like, like three levels I could do, and then it just stopped. I was like ah. So I would like to see uh how I would go now as a 32 year old player compared to whoever the fuck I what I was when I played Lion King especially that second just level, as Which shuts and- you up yeah <laughs> yeah obviously yeah, I no. played the Aladdin one a lot at my uh at my neighbor's place and uh, when I was growing up and I enjoyed that too so it's mm. it's an easy an easy win and there's another game that always catches my interest it's called serial cleaner and I think the idea is, like the idea of the game is you're a cleaner yeah. In, in like fucking uh, Harvey Keitel's character in uh, Pulp Fiction, where you get called and come clean up a crime scene and without getting caught, and like that sounds dumb for me. And it's like three dollars. I, mean, I mean, I
0: have been playing Power Washer Simulator. Oh shit, yeah. It's, it's obviously on the on that Games Pass. Yeah. Uh, uh, that that my my wife came in the other night. She's like, "What the fuck are you playing?" I'm like, "Power Washer Simulator." She's like, "How bored are you?" I'm like, oh, "I'm so fucking bored." Yeah. <laughs> Well, like friend of the show, I'm just like I'm just like fucking gurneying a van.
1: <laughs> friend of the show and uh, co-host of the Young and the Wrestlers, Gem the Wrestler, uh, she's uh, she's been playing it as well, and she like, apparently the storyline's absolute batshit. Like it just gets real fucking weird. Like there's a campaign oh, right. in Power Washer Simulator. Yeah, yeah. would have thunk it. But uh, yeah, it's pretty much all I've been playing this week. I know that you've been absolutely smashing fucking Outriders.
0: Yeah, so... <laughs> I've I've gotten from apocalypse here uh, like fifteen to now twenty six. I think Jesus I am sitting
1: Christ.
0: at. Ah, uh, my grind is strong. I'm, I'm literally clearing one room, then resetting. It's it's crazy. Um, By I yourself mean, still? I I've been I I joined a Discord and like find people who are playing. It, it's just it's just a little bit faster doing it with other yeah. people. Because, um, you know, when I invite my friends to come and play with me, they they just ghost me and don't reply. He's like...
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I am, as one of them, that checks out. Yep, That was the night that I fucking just passed out on the couch.
0: I, I, I made Cass buy it and download it, and he's ready to play. And then on Friday, he's like, hey, man, let's play. I'm like, my kid's dying. I'm really sorry. can't play tonight. Fuck,
1: fuck you, Cass. <laughs> <bye>. <laughs>
0: Oh, which was true. Like my kid was super sick, and and I couldn't, I couldn't get away. Well, I know Padge has been made to wife. play through yeah. it as well.
1: If only he well, had, I... like, if only he had some show where he could talk about his experience, um, <laughs> with other players.
0: Um, but other than that, you know, I've been playing the, you know, the the games that I'm married to. I'm still playing Rocket League. I haven't touched Diablo two this week, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I've been playing a lot of League of Legends. I picked up. Um, Live I Live and uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 for Switch. Haven't touched them because every time I pick up my Switch, my kid's like, my turn? My turn? I'm just like, no. Uh, I finished another few chapters in Disgaea 6. Mm -hmm. Game's still rad. I spend way too much time farming shit that I've already done to level up my characters, to auto-battle shit. It's just, it's one of the, it's a really dangerous game for me. Because I love farming and I love grinding, and this game's all about the grind. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just been it's just been this hot mess mix match of shit. Like just before we started recording, I, I was playing um, uh Turbo Racing, tur- Turbo Racing Golf, Turbo Golf Racer, Turbo, Turbo Turbo Golf Racing. It's basically fucking Rocket League for golf. What? Yeah. So, so instead of playing soccer. You play golf. There's eight cars. You all drive simultaneously. You can't fuck with anyone else's ball. You can oh, only okay, hit your cool. Own ball. All right,
1: yeah, okay. That makes more sense. I was like, well, from there's- a competitive aspect, you can just go like, punk and knock, knock someone's <laughs> shit out into <laughs> fucking hole seven.
0: There's there's some Mario Kart-esque power, like you can pick up a rocket so you can shoot the other players' cars so they like lose their their momentum so they can't hit their ball as far. Okay. But you just you just fucking ram into the ball and just try and get it in the hole. It's it's dumb fun.
1: Very nice.
0: So yeah. that, that's that been my gaming week, just like a fucking few games here and there. Mainly, I've just been watching TV.
1: One thing I did do this week, though, uh, to, to come off the back of last week. So a friend of mine, Ange, you go check him mm. out on Twitter, that guy, Ange. Uh, He's a friend, friend of mine. He, he stays at my place a couple of days a week because he works with me and he lives in, his house is in Fairfield. He's like, fuck, driving a jong every day. I'm like, Haha, you took the job, you dickhead. And uh, so he is a, quite an impulsive purchaser. Uh, so he can he comes to me on Monday going, I bought a thing. I'm like, fuck, what did you buy? He goes, I bought the backbone. You know, the, the backbone one that we were talking about last week, the PlayStation remote play, pardon me, controller. I'm like, motherfucker, you don't have a PS5. He's like, but I will one day. Like, all right, cool. Fair enough. That's the way. That's
0: that, that's, that's, that's the mindset you have to have. Yeah. Wish so, it into being.
1: yeah so in that so he he picked up the backbone i got to dick about with a little bit on the monday night and i kind of went on hey yeah in that uh it just makes it make, makes better it makes remote play better and like it's it's relatively straightforward you just plug in it just works you, your your iphone just picks it up on in an instant and goes yep cool mm-hmm. that works done which is awesome by the way uh so yeah it reads you don't have to you don't have to press your button on the touch because I tried to play some remote play when I was at my father's this weekend uh when I was in Melbourne and I just having to put my fingers all over the screen is just horrendous absolutely horrendous but like the controller it feels good It it's uh, with the size of my what, iPhone 11 max it's the equivalent size of like it's switch is slightly smaller, certainly bigger than a Vita, but it, so it feels good. The, the controls feel good. The thumbstick feel like the thumbs sorry, the thumbstick's is probably the only downside. And they feel like the switch ones. It's a bit of a bummer because the switch ones are hit and miss. Buttons press pretty all right. The, the directional buttons are kind of a bit of a tough press. But other than that, it works pretty smooth. Couple downsides uh, one is the cost at $179 Australian. I am compelled to impulse purchase it, and then I remember the price. And then I go, well, it's just because I don't want to play games in the lounge room. I just, like, some nights I just want to lie in bed and play games. And what kind of fucking first world problem is that? And I, is that worth 180 bucks? Um, no, no, it is not.
0: Do you have a laptop? Yeah. Could you not just, there's a remote play app that you yeah, can use on yeah. PC. Could you not just do that?
1: but the, yeah because like I have tried in the past like I've, I do have one of those fucking clip shell thingies that sits on the controller mm-hmm. but it's it, it's really fucking weird it's uncomfortable like it it, it it really skews the weight of the controller and it really pulls it towards the back so you, you, you actually cr- you end up cranking this part of your wrist because you're trying to hold the controller how you normally would while also holding the additional weight of your phone and it's really hard and like it's good for about like three minutes and you go oh, fuck as, you, as your hands start hurting. Once again, first world problems. Um, the other downside is it does work just by plugging it in. However, there is an integrated app within uh, Backbone, but it's $79 a year, or 49 Oh, right, what was
0: that? that? I missed that.
1: So there is like, there is a, there is an ongoing subscription for the backbone. That's like 60, 40 to 50 to $70 a year. I forget. I think my brand says 79, but then I'm also thinking 49 as well. Um, and I don't really know why, because the idea like PS remote plays there, games part, like, a gaming X, cloud, uh, X, Microsoft X cloud, whatever. You don't, you pay for them from your own subscriptions. So I've, I've not quite worked out what the fuck this subscription for it is. And apparently it comes with games. Okay, cool. I have other services for that, so I don't know why it has this built, own built-in fucking subscription. Um, and I think that without it, you don't, you can't, you, you can't really use the app. I don't think. I don't know. It's real weird yeah. in the it's short not- experience, but I did got to take some uh, ca- some candid photos uh, with it on my bed. Um, I had my. I happened to have my sheets, uh, my bed cover changed, so I had my PlayStation Duna cover. So I took some sexy uh, shots with the Backburn one uh, on the bed, showing off my tattoo on the uh, on the thing, hoping that you know Backburn would go, that's nice, and and send me one.
0: I mean, why would they? You've clearly already got one. No,
1: I don't have one. I specified my house, you know, my friend.
0: (laughs) I would like one, <laughs> you fucks. I didn't say you
1: fucks. I didn't think that would be as as effective. But look, that was the news that said that was the news of last week, Max. Let's get into the news for this week in a section we call "Inform the Players." We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation.
0: Ah, uh, okay. This week in PlayStation, let's kick off with some not fungible tokens. Whoa. Just a few weeks after Sony unveiled its PlayStation Star's loyalty scheme and stated that the program's digital rewards are, quote, definitely not NFTs, the company has been found asking players whether they would be interested in purchasing NFTs. This question comes via a new PlayStation survey that is available currently at EVO 2022, the uh, big fighting event that is happening this weekend which is also now owned and sponsored by Sony. It asks, quote, which of the following NFT slash digital collectibles would you most be interested in purchasing? The potential answers include Evo branded, favorite music artists, favorite esports players or teams, PlayStation items, and favorite game characters. There is no no option to be like, I don't fucking want NFTs.
1: Ah, ah, ah.
0: Oh. Would you buy, being the PlayStation like sellout that you are? Would you buy a fucking PlayStation NFT? How much is it? Does it matter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're talking about buying a hundred and eighty dollar PlayStation branded backbone. Like let's say let's say it's hundred and fifty dollars for a PlayStation logo NFT. Would you buy it? No. What What would be the right dollar amount for you to purchase the NFT? from sony i don't think
1: if you could, if I don't you could think buy one.
0: If you could buy a joel or ali nft what would it be like kratos nft you could you could nft his leviathan axe what's your price limit on a playstation branded nft
1: see that's the thing if it's like if it's a very specific like kratos in the trace and then i could use as a tattoo or something like that's cool but like i know fair well the nfts are fucking useless in the fact that when it comes to anyone can have it like i i look i am a fucking moron that is is unquestionable i have 250 something episodes of this show proving exactly that regardless of all the other episodes of podcasts ever done in my life like you can you learn very quickly i'm a fucking idiot but the i'm not quite nft dumb
0: (laughs) that's where that's where the line is yeah
1: today (laughs) today once again, good, good call, I, I, look, I, I have, I have failed in most of my life. I have made many dumb decisions. And Buying not, an NFT could be the next. One. And I've not ruled out making worse choices because they'll just happen. But I, at least consciously, at this moment in time, an NFT is not on that list. But if they're like, "Hey, here's this cool Harvest Moon Back to Nature NFT," I'd be like. Gosh. Because no one cares about that game that I bought it. No one would want to copy and paste it because fucking Harvest Moon back to nature. I'm like, yeah. But for me, it's important. Uh, But it's one of those things. It's just like, I'm very aware that NFTs are fucking dumb. And it it would take me a lot. It would take a lot to convince me otherwise. There would need to be some like... like, But the problem with the NFT as an industry is like, it's just nothing It's just like if they could hard confirm that no one else has this but you and which they cannot do it's not for me and nfts by design are fucking expensive because of how exclusive they are i don't have any fucking money as i said i was just tossing up a controller i'm like I would need that and then prior to that i was like mm, do i really need to eat this week you know what i mean so it's like it's you know it swings and round about some <laughs> my decisions but hell. what about you max
0: no nfts are dumb yeah, cool. Please don't do it.
1: That's the name of the episode. NFTs are dumb. Uh... yeah, but look, do you, do you think that there'll be some suckers out there? Because look, yes. we we are big PlayStation look, fans, I, obviously. I, I, I mean, but there I'm are
0: a, like... I'm, a, I'm a, you know, I'm a big proponent for people. Get, people can fucking spend their money how they want to spend their money.
1: I'm gonna judge you for it
0: but don't fucking do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> like just don't
1: is it concerning in that as 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 you rightly pointed out with the play the announcement of the PlayStation stars like there's no NFTs hey what's your thoughts on NFTs
0: well i think the difference you think is them testing the water or i think the difference is between the the PlayStation loyalty scheme is that you do stuff to earn them for free
1: yeah
0: whereas this is what would you purchase? Yes, because they're not going to give away exclusive NFTs for fucking nothing, are they? Uh,
1: look, I remember when they built that fucking real platinum trophy. I tried to try to nick that shit, and they're like, "Nah." I was like, "That's fair. That's fair." There are there are more well deserving platinum collectors than myself. I just wanted to put it there. I didn't want to fucking care about it. I was just going to put it on the shelf.
0: But if you could buy a platinum trophy NFT.
1: Once again, there's a thousand.
0: Dylan would be all over it. Yeah, there's a
1: hundred thousand people that would want to buy that before me, and one of them is Dylan from the Explosion Network. You know, he's one of them. Buddy would probably be one of them. Every motherfucker that there is that like there are like I in terms if you were to look up PlayStation trophies, my ranking is like fucking two hundred thousand. Like it's probably even worse than that actually. So like I'm not the guy to sell you on an NFT platinum trophy, but. All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna do two things here because this one's a fucking quick bit. A quick bit of news. Uh for those for those that are playing at home, the PS Plus games for this month have gone live. And as discussed last week, they were Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and the Little Nightmares. Uh, there is currently no news on what the extra premium catalog will will get this month, other than the previously discussed Yakuza titles. Moving along, There's concerns Max about the Activision Blizzard purchase. As regulators to continue to pour over the acquisition before it's approved, Reset Era spotted a questionnaire submitted in Brazil in which the PlayStation maker was asked about its thoughts on the near $70 billion deal. Now, there's a reason for this. Part of, I believe it's part of uh, the Brazilian law, uh, not Brazilian as in the shaved front area, the Manscaped deal's done. Um, but, Part of it is like, you know, companies are able to like literally contest or, or uh, demonstrate their, their thoughts on f- big mergers and acquisitions or big purchases like this. It's just a sort of, it's a part of their, their governmental system, which is fascinating. But of course, the responses are fascinating because it's it it's in the firm's best interest for the buyer to get blocked. So obviously PlayStation benefit if it doesn't happen. Even if Microsoft has claimed the franchises like Call of Duty, etc. will remain multi-platform. Specifically, the manufacturer points out that Call of Duty is, quote, an essential game, a blockbuster, a AAA type game that has no rival. Put that on the box art. And a release that can quote influences use influence users console choice. End quote. Sony say says that it's impossible to create a competitor, and even if it could stump up the cost, the series is so quote entrenched that it would quote not be able to rival it. It added that quote, no other developer can devote the same level of resources and expertise in game development, Even if, and even if they could, Call of Duty is overly entrenched so that no rival, no matter how relevant, can catch up. End quote. It continued that the series defines the first-person shooter category and provided comparisons to Battlefield to illustrate that there's no contest between the brands. Sony also points out the Activision Blizzard continues to recruit for Call of Duty and is looking to expand the series' already significant workforce, further lessening any chance of a rival emerging. Max, what's your thoughts?
0: This is very... I mean, they make good points. I don't see Call of Duty as the... As the console defining choice of purchase these days.
1: I uh, disagree, but yes, go ahead.
0: Um, obviously, uh, Call of Duty over the last few years have had its issues, mm. and you know, obviously, pre—I uh, can't even think of what year—um—when the competitive scene was played on Xbox and, to, and and when it moved across to Sony. Um, obviously, that 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 did take it take a big part. Yes it is that big AAA uh title. Yes it does. Um obviously there's there's three studios working on it in, at any given time now. Uh they're pumping these motherfuckers out every year. There there's like 50, uh 1500 to 1600 people working on it at any given time. And it really is there there really is no other game like it that comes close. You know, Battlefield has has, has had a myriad of issues over its past few releases. And and it, it, it is that big genre defining game for the first person shooter. Like there that is unquestionable. They they you know they their statement of even if we wanted to, there's not enough talent out there anymore to make something comparable to that game that would even rival it. Now, yes, Microsoft has said it's gonna stay multi platform, but to what degree? And at what point should it be like? Mm, well, we don't really need it to be multi-platform anymore. It, 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 you know, it doesn't benefit us. I mean, you know, for for however many years they do decide to keep it multi-platform, it's going to be like, it's going to be available first day one on Games Pass. So if you own an Xbox, you're getting that bad boy for free yearly um and you know on playstation you're gonna get hit with that 125 fee because eventually they're going to stop making it for ps4 you know you're gonna not be able to buy that 99 cross pat, cross-platform version and here in australia that a triple a ps5 game RRP is 125 bucks and yeah it's it's rough and i can see why they're concerned will it will this be enough to stop that deal from going through i don't think so
1: no yeah so, so this deal's happening um whether they like it or not this deal's happening but there are as, as to sort of reaffirm some of the things that you said so you are bang on in that uh sony does so or at least sony brazil or sony playstation mm-hmm. worldwide do make a lot of really good points here in that up uh, you know there are times where call of duty is what define is what is what players have u- used to decide what their next console would be especially around a console generation maybe once they've started on one they'll play it until the next one until the next console so like if you pl- you know if you played on 360 because at the time the marketing deal for call of duty with activ with activision was on 360 so what was the dominant place to play uh to play your uh, Call of Duty, mm. Xbox, because you also had the 30, 60 days uh, ahead. Pardon me, when it came to map packs, big advantage. PlayStation uh, and Sony get a hold of the marketing rights for the PS4, boom. P- every, you know, Sony suddenly gets those 30, 60 day advantages on the, on the map packs. People sway over the X, people don't want to wait. And if, if they're, everyone's transitioning to the new console, you and all your mates, everyone goes to PlayStation. No, no harm, no foul. And this is where the problem lies. And you pointed out that point. That point is Game Pass, or Game Pass, right? Games Pass, whatever. The fuck, however you actually pronounce it. That is the deciding factor here, because as you said, this that is the decision maker. No one is like if you have the option of paying 120 bucks a strain or getting it on Games Pass for 10 bucks or sometimes even even a dollar. That like so even though even though if if, if you go to Microsoft they're like hey hey hey. Look, we're not we're not making it exclusive, right? We're offering it on the PlayStation. It's going to happen. Yeah, we might have some exclusive things like map packs or whatever, but Sony did that too. They had that Spec Ops thing. That was exclusive for a year. Okay, cool. But like just because you're not making it exclusive doesn't mean you're doing that level of of behavior in that mm. by by putting it on Game Pass and they will You are making it exclusive. You are actively de-incentivizing everybody else from picking it up on that console. And as you said, right at this moment in time, they have said, we have no plans to to, to make a lot of our games exclusive because the second that they do that, especially on the back of of purchasing Bethesda, the FCC in, in America, you know, institutions like this in Brazil suddenly go, whoa. But well, once that deal is locked in, they can do what they want, right? So who knows what will happen in a year after, two years after it's done. And as you said, when they make that one call and they go, hmm, cut it. They could do it. Nothing says that they, nothing says that they can't. And we've learned pretty quickly that, you know, Microsoft uh, a, a speak out of both sides of their mouth when it comes to, to games are for everyone, but mostly just us. And in PlayStation, look, PlayStation aren't fucking immune here either. And the same concept, the idea of, uh, you know, Final Fantasy, they've essentially got them locked down for what appears to be got moving forward exclusivity, which is cool, you know, but technically it's not exclusive. It's on PC and, and PlayStation, same as Call of Duty. But like, I don't see them as apples. Apples. Final Fantasy will never move as many units of call as Call of Duty. And the idea that Call of Duty is the number one, te- the tent pole, the staple within the first person genre, it is. You look at every first person shooter right now. Whose control scheme do they mimic? Call of Duties, ever since Call of Duty 4, when that became the standard, everyone's duplicated it. Think about how fucking chaos controller schemes were back in the day. The prolific, the the, 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 what? The popularity of things like Team Deathmatch, you know, King of the Hill, they all existed, but how are they, how are they done now? The Call of Duty way. It's the same as like, no one ever is going to attempt to release a their own cola because Why? Because Coca-Cola have it. Pepsi have it, but but their market share is staggeringly less. Coca-Cola don't even have to market they're that big of a company. Call of Duty were in that position. They've drastically declined in their sales, in their popularity and everything. But like, I think it was Activision, their total number of players, I think it was 150 million and that's dropped to like 96 or something, that's across the company. So it's kind of like, well, there are drops, but still 96 million people playing Activision games. Like that's nothing to fucking like, you know, choke out about, but I have some thoughts clearly. Um, I didn't realize I gave so much of a shit, but I really don't, but I do. it's, it's weird. Like I, I know full well that it's what'll be will be in that no matter what we say, no matter what anybody says, money is the answer here. And if it's within the financial interests of, of Microsoft to do this, then okay, and they will do it because money. Um, yeah, and and as the race to the bottom has continued about about games and their pricing and their and their quality and the, and the drivers of the, of the player, they'll go where it's cheaper, like a game pass, regardless of how, of the of the game. So that's very fucking c- cynical way to look at it, I suppose, but it's 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 very most accurate.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, they they are a business. They are designed to make money, and they're going to do it in the best way that suits them without yeah. making everyone else money in the process. Yeah, pretty much. Because I mean, obviously, once they in that multi-platform, like once they if the deal goes ahead, it goes through. Obviously, they will get a portion of every sale on a on a PlayStation console because they will. Own the, they'll, they'll they'll still get a slice of the pie over there. Mm-hmm. So they'll, they'll they'll kind of be double dipping to a degree, but you know. If they can make everyone buy their fucking consoles to to play that game, it's going to make them more money in the long run. All right. <clears throat> Let us talk about the Crystal Hammer. <laughs> well uh A leaked script from the next Tomb Raider game, allegedly named Project Jawbreaker, has been struck with a DMCA by publisher Square Enix. PlayStation podcast... Sacred Superior Symbols- PlayStation podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, slightly adjacent playstation podcast, oh. Symbols, <laughs> obtained a document from the game which is being used to help cast characters the in question which was widely reported on introduced a rebooted lara croft now in her mid-30s having had experience as a solo adventurer the document went on to show that she now seeks a team to overcome a challenge too great to tackle alone in order to present the information, journal, uh, ex-IGN journalist Colin Moriarty and his co-host performed the script for their Patreon su- subscribers. That was awesome. But Square Enix immediately contacted the site in an attempt to get it removed. It's worth remembering that developer Crystal Dynamics, uh, which makes the Tomb Raider games, is due to be acquired by the Embracer group, but the deal is yet to be closed. It's possible that Square Enix is being extra protective of this property property to ensure that the sale goes through. Moriarty and his team have decided to comply with the DMCA, but as part of a separate podcast explaining the situation, he argued that the podcast fell within the constraints of fair use. Quote, I was acting in the notion that this is fair use. This is general interest. This is of huge general interest. I didn't break into Crystal Dynamics to steal it. He said, while the, pardon me, while the audio is being removed from Patreon per the platform's request, it will continue to exist in other locations for the time being. Mm. Is it fair use? You're kind of taking a piece of leaked work that obviously came from that company to begin with in some way, shape, or form, and reading it verbatim.
1: Yeah, look, there there I'm, is like there is some interesting stuff here, right? Like, a couple of different factors that, that that are at play. And first of all, we'll get about we'll get that in much of another stuff. So uh the idea that is it is a fair use? Well, it's certainly transformative because they didn't like they. Yes, they read it word for word. They read it as if it was, but it was clearly taking the piss. Like uh, Chris Reagan, who was playing Lara, uh, gave the shittest Cockney accent you've ever heard in your entire life. So there is no way that they are taking it seriously, and. And they they were commenting on it throughout, so it's not as it's not as if they went here. It is in its an entirety without with no content, uh, no context, no n- uh, no uh, no commentary. Just this, that, the other. Like hey, they're, it's like they, just, they didn't just post the documents on a website, right? Pardon me. Yes, they read it out verbatim. Yes, they played with it. Yes, they discussed it. It's essentially like us reading out a news article. We didn't steal it, I guess. So we did, We went you know leaked an article, but like. I don't know. To me, I I certainly agree in that in yes, in some ways it's not really fair use, but in some ways it I think it falls within that sort of satire space in the idea that like how, you know, if if you were to read someone's like in in the same way that if someone was to redub a Donald Trump speech in a silly accent and comment about how what he says is fucking stupid. Isn't that the same thing? Except they're not leaked documents, I guess. So that's that. I think the
0: patch. I think the, I think the other big thing is they're directly m- get, like monetary gains from this because it's on a Patreon feed.
1: Correct, and that and so this is the thing. That's the other thing that's fascinating about this, right? So a, as you as you said, the only space to get copyright a uh, copyright DMCA'd was um, Patreon right where their money is. They didn't give, cause clearly they didn't give a fuck about the script itself being presented cause they didn't stop it on YouTube or podcast services or anywhere else. They just went, Phew. like to me, this is Crystal Dynamics sending a message. This is, uh, you know, uh, sorry, Square Enix sending a message being like, we're going to go right for your money is, right for your wallet. We're like, we're, this is the control that we, that we can deliver. Not, and I, I don't think they did it in a complete fucking choke out Colin sort of way but it is it is interesting that they only went for the one place like you'd think if they gave so much like this is breaching on copyright flag it everywhere because that information is still des- is still disseminated mm. so it's to me it's not about the fair use it's not about the copyright it's about that message and i think you've now hit it on the head there as well and that with that with that purchase to the embracer group in the works it's within it's within squares. It's within Crystal Dynamics' best interest to ensure that shit like this doesn't happen, because they need to mm. keep those those uh, IPs squeaky fucking clean to not affect those sales. Because right now, which once again, if that's the case, why not block it everywhere so no one can hear it? Because if if they're concerned that what Colin and the team have done is make the next Tomb Raider game look subpar, why not wipe it everywhere? Mm. If it's affecting their copyright so intensely that they have to claim it, do it everywhere. Otherwise, you know, what are you trying to say, Max?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, no, I, I pretty much, yeah, pretty much said what I what I thought. And I, I agree to um, agree with what your comments were. It makes sense to you know, with the fact that they're trying to sell off Crystal Dynamics, makes sense to try and keep that uh, as clean as possible so they don't have an excuse to cancel the deal. Um, as far as we know, it looks like Square's trying to sell off a few of their or at least, you know, uh, sh- uh, stakes in some of their developers to try and get some more cash flow going. <laughs> so it, it it makes sense. But yeah, it, it's interesting to see that they only block it in one area, despite the fact that that's obviously where they're getting the most monetization from that, as opposed to block it everywhere if it was the big issue of the of the, the leaked script.
1: The following news article is scheduled for one fall, and it comes from AEW. AEW Fight Forever is the first official all-elite wrestling console video game, and it's currently in development at Studio Ux, previously known for their work on WWE's 2K series. While no release date has yet been announced and only a short teaser trailer was shown, AEW Fight Forever is confirmed to be coming to both PS5 and PS4. AEW is considered and is the second largest professional wrestling promotion in the United States, uh, in in Western markets behind the WWE. The, 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 uh, the promotion itself was founded in 2019 by the team of, uh, the Bucks, Matt, and Nick Jackson, Kenny Omega, uh, uh, who else was in that team cody rhodes as well as uh tony khan uh but it is already it already has legions of diehands fans this guy uh with its long-running storylines receiving particular praise ex- uh most specifically the storyline of hangman adam page which made me cry after two years of long-term storytelling so it's no surprise then that AEW would be looking to get into the video game scene, which was traditionally being dominated by the rival WWE. There are There's not many, very many wrestling games out there. There's WWE, there is Fire Pro Wrestling, which is also a very old game, and that was sort of helmed by New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, there's a couple of little random some games pop up. There's Rumbleverse, which is coming out soon as well. But the game itself will, be, will feature a deep career mode, hot, a plethora of match types, from ladder matches to exploding barbed wire death matches, uh, online co-op, and in-depth customization options. Uh, now, I was very excited when I received this email uh, from Koch Media, Koch Media, which are now known as PlayOn, which is a much better name. Spelt weird, but it's much, much better. I fucking died. I was very, very excited um, because there's a lot of things that, that have me interested in. Obviously, AEW is a big one, of course. Uh, the cover art is gross, um, but... I'm very excited because I give a shit about these wrestlers. Now granted with some re- with some changes in, in WWE of the last 2 weeks. My interest in WWE is coming back. Uh, but this is this is what I want. This is the game that I want I, and I feel that having Ukes behind it there there is a particular uh line of quality like a standard uh, like seal, a pedigree almost. A pedigree, thank you. But not not uh Triple H's finisher the pedigree, slightly different. Um like Accidental wrestling reference there, Max, well done no, um, It wasn't accidental Oh, well done oh. You know, Yuke's is the king of kings Do uh, I care about this game, though? No. No. <laughs> uh, other fucking,
0: you know there, There's no there, Am uh, I happy that, for you and can't wait to hear you talk about it for fucking 20 weeks straight, like your TV Also no but. Nah. <laughs> Look, there, there's more
1: than one wrestling family uh, You know, Cody Rhodes reference, there you go uh, well, Actually
0: <laughs> Well, well, we're on the subject of wrestling. That is what I did this week. I watched Fight with Your Family.
1: (laughs) Oh, what a movie! What a fucking movie! It's brilliant. What a movie! They're very good but yeah no look this has me excited we're now getting some more details about it uh you know thankfully the team over at aew and AEW games have been very open about what they're wanting this game to be so the 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 potential for it is pretty amazing uh the roster is awesome i really hope it it, it will focus more on the on the wrestling side i think which will be a ton of fun and especially when it comes to the different match types as you mentioned so we, if we could have exploding barbed wire death matches fuck yeah can I don't have, even know what that means. Oh, okay. So what,
0: I don't so, so, even think that sentence could go together. Like, so I an don't exploding think barbed wire explodes.
1: Exploding barbed wire deathmatch is that the ropes are replaced with barbed wire. Uh mm-hmm. and the idea is that when you get when you hit the ropes, they trigger uh explosions. So the, but it's just pyro. But the idea is you hit the barbed wire and boom, and then and then there's explosions that get set off around the ring. There's a bunch okay. of different well well placed traps essentially. but the idea that you can have some sort of like death matchy sort of blood and guts uh matches which is cool because they also have war games or blood and guts which is their two you know two rings two cages whatever like if they can have all that fucking nonsense in there then i'm totally in i'm totally in he says
0: like he's not totally in anyway whether or not that's missing
1: i was totally in anyway but um
0: i'm very excited that's good i'm super happy for you no you're not i'm not at all (laughs) I am. all right ryan it's, it's time to get on board the Keeley hype train once again. Uh, as you know, Killy is uh, the presenter slash producer behind several of the gaming calendar's largest events, including the Game Awards, Summer Game Fest, and Gamescom Opening Night. Gamescom Opening Night is happening this month, Ryan, 23rd of August. Back in back in uh, held held in Germany, I believe. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's it's, it's back live this year, and people are
1: going. It, like, I'm I'm aware of I'm aware of one of our me- uh, one of our media uh, associates, uh, not us, of course, but like I would love to say friend, but I, I don't think I don't think we're quite there yet. Uh, uh, so uh, I've, I know that they're flying over um, to go check it as part of uh, go as part of press start, which is awesome. Uh, so yeah, it looks you know. Things are happening. People can go places. They can do things again. That's fucking cool.
0: Are you ready for another Keely event? No. Are you Are you ready for the like the the few world premieres that are going to be shown?
1: Look, as I said last time, Keely did his thing. I don't fucking care. Like it's the the difficulty that I have is that you and I, we are kind of in this space where we go, ah, we care about what we care about and, like, we'll, we'll stay relative blackout or we'll, we'll you know, for, all right, sure. But, like, by removing the, like, oh, there's a couple of games we care about and we already know about them, then that leaves only the shit games to be announced or games that we don't care about.
0: Maybe this is when God of War gets delayed at Gamescom. Fuck you.
1: Well, because has Sony mentioned that they're attending? Or well, they're not attending?
0: I don't know. They don't, they, they, not, they, so they don't do anything anymore. They just do their own thing.
1: No, they just stay at home. Like
0: They'll post a blog on Tuesday night. Well, because as we know, Jim Ryan is a
1: seasoned gamer. He loves playing games. He's always playing, yeah. uh, insert recently released title. Um, so but, as a result, it makes sense why he wants to stay home and play games and uh, not go to these events. You know, it's just this... <laughs> Uh, it's pretty much what he wants to do but look look, if you, if you were to ask maybe, me
0: maybe, maybe that's when Hogwarts Legacy will get announced that's maybe say, if, we'll get a date
1: if you were to ask me what are they going to announce I don't fucking know it'll likely be another Call of Duty trailer Hogwarts Legacy I think might be on there uh, Skull and Bones better get some coverage because that motherfucker's going to need it um, doesn't it come
0: out before the 23rd of when the fuck nope, is it coming out the
1: day before God of War oh
0: that's right it's coming out right before God of yeah. War yeah
1: and like with everyone uh, once again with everyone having their own fucking shindig there's no reason like there'll be a lot of really cool like double a games if that's your interest there'll be a lot of indie games if that's your interest but like personally like look i'm sure there'll be one or two things that i'll go oh and that's it just oh
0: mild mild surprise do you expect a greater
1: response than oh
0: not at all (laughs)
1: All right, next up. Oh, next up isn't Quick Bitties, Max, because there's a, there's a sneaky bit of news. Oh,
0: yeah. I totally forgot about this sneaky bit of news. I should pull that up. Okay. So this, uh, this sneaky bit of news pertains to Super Massive Games. Uh, obviously, they were recently acquired by... Was it Nordisk? Nordisk. Yeah, Nordisk, a
1: uh, film company based out of mm. uh, that area.
0: So in a recent... Uh, In a recent Investor call, they have stated that they will still be independent, but they will have more muscle now. And also, quote, In a nutshell, the strategy is to carry on the trajectory we're on as a prolific developer with multiple annual releases. We are more than 300 people now. Our roadmap takes us to 400 plus within the next 12 months. And we already know what our releases will be for the next five or six years. We have a good solid plan that we've bought into. Those releases are largely geared around growing our audience, which means they require an amount of innovation and some of that will be in the genre we're most famous for, but also some diversification in the types of games we make, growing across platforms, genres, media. It's a big and ambitious plan that Nordisk and ourselves are committed to. They are committed to multiple titles per year. Now the reason I want to talk about this, Max, is because
1: apparently I just want to rant, rant like fucking crazy this week. I, a couple of things. Well, apparently the idea that like Nordic is just bought, owns them and uh, they can do whatever they want, that's cool. They're getting more staff, that's cool, because they're gonna fucking need it. Not not for the, bot, the 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 twice annual release games that they have, but the annual release games they have. Like we saw the state of the quarry some parts amazing some parts horrendous you look at man of Madan, not very good little hope i really enjoyed little hope little hope was great house of ashes haven't finished it why because it sucks don't feel it until dawn rush of blood that's a pretty fucking cool uh it was an all right uh on rails vr patient zero yeah it was all right Un- until dawn sick fantastic So, what'd they do before that? Not a whole lot. They did some Little Big Planet DLC and stuff prior to that. Cool. Thumbs up. But, uh, you peaked, bro. You had your moment. You're trying- Like, you're- You you are Hanson. I love Hanson. But you are Hanson. You made your um umbop. You know, and what are you trying to do now? You you, you you keep trying to release new new albums, new songs. Actually, that's probably a real bad example because uh, sorry Hanson kind of made like two hit songs that had fucked off voluntarily. What's an example? I don't know. <laughs> Bruce, he keeps trying to do reunion tours. <laughs> I don't know. Look, you, you, they're a band that were a one hit wonder and they tried to follow it up. And Look, they've had mm, okay songs since. Eh, rad. But like nothing's beating that fucking first single. You know, it's just, it's just too good or at least first single, quote unquote, or at least the, you know, the, the breakouts, the breakout song. So mm. having a look at, you know, the games like house of ashes, which was poo and like the, you know, the quarry, which was saved from, from, uh, uh, uh I want to but it's not at stadia. Um, you know, like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But the fact that like, if they, if they, in that press statement, they pretty much said, we are going to continue making the games that we already do, which to me and I'm not the only person to think this is—it's it's Telltale games all over again, except this time they are in the IP. Congratulations! But like, you know what killed Telltale? Making a lot of the exact same fucking thing. And already, what
0: supermassive games do is tired. Well, I'd like to point out that further along in this investor call, uh, they talk about the fact that the Dark Pictures anthology has been great. For potentially creating multiple new IP, Potentially! Not, not that not they just, did, <laughs> potentially! Not just the umbrella brand under which each standalone story is released. Quote Yes, there is a brand within the Dark Pictures anthology, but there is a separate intellectual property potential in every single one of them. There is a Man of Medan IP, a House of Ashes IP, a The Devil in Me IP. We have nothing to announce right now, but we have some interesting plans about which of those we're going to take to further places.
1: If it's Man and Madame, i to fucking hang someone. Like, are you shitting me? That game was... no. Nah. The only one that was half decent was Little Hope because they hit this nice sort of Silent Hills vibe. But the other two are, are poo. Like, have oh, congratulations, you own the IP. I own IP. I own the fucking pop PopCulturist. Is it worth anything? No. But you know what I mean? It's like congratulations, you own four different IPs all within the Dark Pictures anthology. Doesn't mean it's good just because you own it. It's like NFTs. Congrat- yeah, you own it. whoop do you do?
0: <laughs> uh... I'm, look, I'm
1: I'm not excited for them. It's, like unless devil the devil is in me or whatever the fucking porno they named this one after, like unless it's really good they they need to fucking check themselves because i know the i know the original dark pictures anthology the agreement was 10 games or something which is already fucking insane um and they're four in and it's already losing steam like woo-hoo. so we'll wait and see quick bits uh blizzard wants to know if you wants to know if you would pay 45 dollars for an overwatch 2 skin i'll tell you right now fucking no max yeah no uh plagiarism claim has been raised over loyal samoid quote skin in call of duty Warzone. uh it's not a claim it's fucking 100 100 a rip uh almost down to the smallest detail that's disgusting
0: uh the biggest problem is he's a solo independent artist and i would argue that activision blizzard have the best lawyers in the business they
1: most certainly do and they're like uh, if he wants to go hey that's mine they go fucking prove it mate <laughs> and then he proceeds to get face fucked by uh, legal fees. It's not worth chasing, regardless of how accurate. Like that is the mighty power of the big fucking corporation. That they the balls at which they just straight copied something and then went. What are you going to do about it, huh? They pulled the trailer down as if like, oh no, no one ever saw it, you know. But I'll give it six weeks. They'll be back. It'll be back on the fucking store. Uh, Tencent looks poised to become the largest shareholder in Ubisoft as it flies to France to secure a deal with the Gilmore family who founded the firm and currently control 15% of its shares. It's interesting that, uh, Vivendi tried to do the same thing, but back then no one realized that Ubisoft was full of fucking rapists and sexual assault, sexual assault people. So like, I understand why they were like, no, we can't sell it to some company. China, they're all about, like Tencent, they're from China. China are all about treating people disgustingly. They're the best brand, the absolute best company to buy Ubisoft because they their mission statements align. Treat people like shit and cover it up. There you go. Congratulations. And speaking of the shit that's being covered up, Beyond Good and Evil 2 found a new lead writer.
0: Yay! and the one line that ryan missed amazon uk has hogwarts legacy art book scheduled for release on the 6th of december this year i think it also got a new trailer this week yeah showing look, off some more character is, customization and stuff
1: it did and a bunch of random fucking little clips <clears throat> here and there like is there because september would have been the window because that's the school year in in the, in the hogwarts hogwarts world is there anything that happens in december christmas uh, when's the when's the fucking triwizard tournament when's that When's the Yule Ball? When- I, think it's the, I, think, I think it's the Yule Ball. Is oh, there you go. For, <laughs> <hang> on, <laughs> side fucking note, by the way. Speaking of Yule Ball. Uh, Coles, here in Australia, are doing these fucking little fucking cardboard little figurine meduvies. There is one that I need for my son. It's Yule Ball Ron. And you know where you can buy it? Coles Express, and only Coles Express. But you can't just go in and buy the Yule Ball Ron. They just have a fucking stack of them. And there may be some in the ones from Coles Express. Fuck you.
0: I saw, just just to follow up on this, saw a TikTok of someone going in and showing that they come up on receipts as as, uh, 0.1 cents. So they go in and buy a box of them for 16 bucks. You can do that? <laughs> I don't know which calls allows you to do that, but apparently someone's out, someone out there is doing it. Anyway, <clears throat> upcoming releases for this week. Uh, Two Point Campus, PS4, PS5, August 9th. Arcade Paradise, PS4, PS5, August 11th. Cult of the Lamb, PS4, PS5, August 11th. Rumbleverse, PS4, PS5, August 11th. Rolodrome, PS4, PS5, August 16th. And Way of the Hunter, PS5, August
1: 16th. Well, look, two-point campus is my number one. I want to play the living fuck out of that game. Cult
0: of the Lamb.
1: Yeah, no, two-point campus, but like it's-
0: Cult of the Lamb. reviews
1: are out. It looks great. Uh, you no, know, I want to play it. Uh, Cult, of La- Cult of the Lamb looks fucking sick. Uh, I want to play that too.
0: And Rumbleverse. Like oh, Rumble verse. Yeah, Rumbleverse. Yeah, fucking
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'll give that a bell. Yeah. So it's actually, look, it's been a drought for a little while and there still is because there's, there's real no big triple A titles. Um, but at least with uh like Two Point Campus and Rumbleverse and the other one, the one that you have a hard one for. I cannot
0: believe you're not keen on Cult of the Lamb. Even got farming in it, you fuck.
1: If they called it word. if they called it soil cultivating of the lamb, I'd suddenly care more because cult of the farm. Yeah, cult of the farm, or cult, you know, farming cults and lambs. I'd be like, okay, well, I'm fucking in. But I, I, I don't know a lot about the game. I'm just being a dick for no reason. I, I know you're <laughs> excited about it. I know some friends of ours are very excited about it. We'll check. I'll check it out. But anyway,s that does bring us to the end of the show. Thank you very, thank you everyone for listening. For those that do, uh, let us know what your thoughts on about this potential, like you know, not rebrand, but like reshaping of what we do. Because Pop C will still be part of the brand, of course, but we'd kind of relay everything into the For the Players branding. Let us know what you think. Because if that, whether that helps, that'd be cool if it does. You know, you get more people out there. It's one of those things. You know, we've um, we've been stagnant for a while. Be cool to do something. I guess. Anyways, Max.
0: We're looking for Shark and Oh.
1: Yeah. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh if, look, it. if even if oh. we can get the, even if we can get the Jeff Killy, oh I'd be okay Ooh. with that too. Like, hey, uh, pop up uh, oh they've rebranded. That's nice. <laughs> Give me that, i will be content.
0: Send us home. Well, everyone, this PlayStation Conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to join us in future conversations... You can. Come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If
1: you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash popcultures where you can watch us record this show live where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on podcast service, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash popcultures as well as our merchandise store, the slash shop. Meaning, by shirts, other assorted shit with our logos on it. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. To you. <laughs> oh.